Hello. Welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The Goddess of Dreams. Well, Era and Dazzy and Katarina fled the city of the swamp dinosaurs and stopped to rest beside the crashed elephant bus. Era said, is that the bus you stole? Katarina said, oh, we just borrowed it. Era raised her eyebrows. Um, I don't think they're going to want it back. It looks pretty beat up. <laughs> Dazzy coughed. I don't feel so good, she mumbled. And she laid down on the forest floor, breathing heavily. Katarina said, I feel sick too. My brain is foggy. It started to rain. Era said, uh, quick, let's get into the elephant bus. We'll wait out the storm there. Dazzy and Katarina were barely able to stumble onto the bus. They were so weak. And then they just laid on the floor, moaning. Uh-oh. Katarina's paw was swollen to three times its normal size where that bug had bit her. And Dazzy sounded like she had pneumonia. <gasps> Era remembered some healing plants that her mom had told her about, so she flew into the woods to find some. But it was hard to search in the driving rain. At last she returned, clutching a handful of herbs. But her friends were unconscious. What's going on? she cried. Have they been poisoned? She looked at the complicated dashboard of the elephant bus. There was a single light blinking next to a little switch. A label near the switch said, Repeat Last Trip. That's what I need to do, she thought. Take my friends back to the tree at the bottom of the world so I can get a golden apple to heal them. She flicked the switch. <clears throat> the bus left Magic Woods and started another trip through the weird lands. Hera thought, I'm glad it still works. But then it was at that moment that she realized she had forgotten to bring a bug with her. The bus shook and a flashing light came on. It said, sacrifice needed. Hera said, but I don't have anything to throw out the window. She thought briefly about sacrificing herself but then there would be no one to get a golden apple to heal Dazzy and Katarina. She looked around the floor for a bug. Another light started flashing. And another alarm went off. The bus was shaking more violently than ever, heaving from side to side like it was about to burst apart. Era reached for her telltale, like she often did in times of trouble. She thought... It's almost like this is alive. It was made with love by my father, and, and it has so much of my energy invested in it. And maybe, maybe it could work as a sacrifice? There was nothing else to do. She threw the telltale out the window into the weird lands. There was a loud clanking noise. And the alarms stopped sounding. And the bus stopped shaking so violently, although it still felt like it wouldn't hold together much longer. Era looked out the window and saw a wheel fall off and disappear into the weird lands. Uh, now the telltale had just enough of her life energy to pay for the ride, but ultimately the weird lands rejected the sacrifice and spat the telltale out. The silver amulet landed right near the center of Magic Woods in a flowery field beside a yellow mountain. There it would remain, undiscovered and forgotten, for the next 30 years or so. The damaged elephant bus careened upside down and headed for the bottom of the world. It crashed there a few hours later. 
The engine sputtered weakly a couple of times, and then was silent forever. Era flew out of the bus and raced to the gigantic tree. But as soon as she saw the tree up close and caught the deceptively sweet scent of the golden apples, she knew that it was an evil thing, a tree of death, not life. It could not heal her dying friends. What have I done? she cried. Her friends were deathly ill, and now that the bus was broken, she had no way of getting them back to Magic Woods. Not knowing what else to do, she curled up next to Dazzling Katarina and cried herself to sleep. <laughs> a little while later, she had a dream. In the dream, Era was back in her old house where she had lived with her family. But it was dark and cold, and no one lived there anymore. Then she walked into the twilight woods behind the cabin. She could see a dark barrel several feet away. She had the feeling there was something very important inside the barrel. A faint, silvery bluish vapor seemed to hover over the top. She walked towards the barrel and looked inside. It was empty. Or not really empty, exactly. It was filled with absence. It was the space where something important used to be. Then she heard noises, laughter, and music. She flew through the forest and came to a big field. It was a beautiful sunny day now. She was at some kind of fair. There were tents and booths and performers everywhere. Mimis were laughing and talking and singing. There was lots of delicious food. It was a big party. But for what? She recognized everyone at the fair. She saw Trinity Lork and Fenna and Scooch. She saw Cronky and Giggy, she saw Glossom the Troll and Queen Tinkali, and everyone friendly they had met on their long journey. And then she saw her family. She ran to them and hugged them tight, and she said, what is this place? And her father said, the reunion field. Everyone you've ever known is here. Well, Era had a lovely time at the dream fair, seeing friends old and new. Everything felt right in the world again. She had a slight nagging sense that someone important was missing, but she couldn't think who it could be. She only saw one person she didn't recognize, a lovely woman with black hair and green eyes. The woman didn't have wings, so she probably wasn't a Mimi. Indeed, she seemed too tall and beautiful to be a mortal of any sort. Era said, who are you? I am Emera, the goddess of the dream world. I have been with you a long time. And suddenly, Era knew the truth. Wait a minute, I'm dreaming right now, aren't I? Yes. Era said, oh, I don't know where I am in real life. I can't remember. The woman said, is everyone you love here? Yes, even those who have died, even... Era paused. Wait a minute, where's Dazzy and Katarina? And Emera, the goddess of the dream world, said... They couldn't make it. They're busy dying in the real world. And then Era remembered it all. Her sick friends, the broken bus, the evil tree. The light began to fade. The party-goers in the field and all the tents and games and food vanished. Era and the goddess stood alone. Era said, is there any way I can save them? No, said Emera gently. Everything is born and everything must die. 
Hero said, but, but the talking animals are different. They appear and disappear. The woman nodded slowly. True, though they can die as well. Ultimately, they are from my realm, Etheria, what mortals call the Weird Lands. Hera said, could you make my friends disappear while they're still a little bit alive? Emera shook her head. They would still have the poison in them. They would still die. Era collapsed to the ground in grief <laughs> and just cried and cried and cried. But then Emera smiled. She said, although you have given me an idea, sometimes, rarely, when a talking animal disappears, they reappear inside a new body. <laughs> Era looked up, but they don't remember anything of their lives before. It's a complete do-over. Era grabbed Emma's arm and said, could you do that for them, please? Make them just disappear and then reappear in new bodies? Well, they will never be able to remember you. That's okay, I just want them to be alive. The goddess smiled, and she hugged Era, and Era broke into sobs again. <laughs> I'm so tired, she said. I know, child. And then the goddess turned into Era's dad. And Era said, I miss you, daddy. And Novan said, I miss you too. I'm sorry we didn't listen to you. He held Era tight. They stayed that way for a long, long time until the light around them disappeared. That's the end of the story, The Goddess of Dreams. The next story is a short one, and it's the last story of Era. Before we return to the stories of Kitty and her friends, and the story is called Era Alone. Goodbye.